Welcome to the Didi and Latal Show. Advice, thoughts, and stories from a married couple on cybersecurity, technology, and life in general. Now here are your hosts, Didi and Latal. Hello and welcome to the Didi and Lital show. I'm Lital. It's another week. It's 4th of July weekend. Correct. What's up, Didi? Now I am really awesome and I'll tell you why. Why? Two reasons why I'm wearing the Cure shirt and I went to see the concert. Highly recommend listening to the Cure, even though Dennis said that the, he didn't know the band and said that Robert Smith looked like Beetlejuice, which, is, <laughs> which, which, is which is not Incorrect. All right. Right. That was yes. good in the 80s. Yes. No, 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 no. In the 80s, he looked uh, very, very different. He, he's been uh, becoming a little bit more and more eccentric. But his voice is amazing. The band is really, really good. And uh, this was a very fun experience because it uh, kind of bridged all the generation gaps. It's kind of, there were people, a lot of times when I go to Def Leppard concerts, it's me and a whole bunch of ladies that were fans of them when uh, in the 80s. And well, it was like going to the new kids on the block at the time. Yeah, exactly. It was well, like when we... Fans in the 90s. It's exactly. But, but The Cure had followings, everybody from teens to... There were people that had their kids that are 30s and they like it. Like uh, the Bon Jovi show. Exactly. Bon Jovi and The Cure... Definitely bridges gaps. You should go to Bruce Springsteen. Well, um, I'm going to Madonna, yes. which I'm sure will have a very similar, very aspect. similar aspect. experience. Yeah. And, and the second thing that I really enjoyed is the ability, as a parent, one of the most fun experiences is to crush your kids. When you can show that you are so much better than your kids. After the boys kicked my ass in the 5K, I needed to prove to them that you're so competitive. Yes. You're so competitive. Yes. Why do you need to prove that you're better than your kids? This uh, is stupid. You want no. them to be better than you. No, 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 no. I, I, want to, I want to crush their souls. I need them to beat me and So work we hard. went wakeboarding yes. in Lake Winnipesaukee. Lake Winnipesaukee, New Hampshire. We rented a boat and learned how to wakeboard. We never did it. If you don't know what wakeboarding, it's... Way it's it's similar to water skiing. We'll but don't worry, we'll stick a couple of videos. We'll, we'll link a video of Didi wake surfing, wakeboarding for three minutes without yes. falling. That yeah. was yeah. So none of the kids managed to stay on the board for more than twenty seconds, and Didi crushed it. And you were good. I am good. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I so. Now you feel awesome. Exactly. Nothing is more satisfying than that. Uh, yeah, and the kids are now in camp. We're single parents alone together. No, we have one kid at home still, but, yeah, but she's quiet. She's quiet. So we don't feel that she's around. Well, with, with this, let's bring the topic of today. We wanted to chat about our own experience going back to the days when we started our careers and bringing you our own N equals two <laughs> advice about what juniors should do to kick off 
their careers. Yes, and, that's and we don't agree on everything. I have my own experience. Didi has his own, and we would like to share. And we would like you to share these episodes with your kids, your friends, and write to us about your experiences. We want to have a debate about it, like what's the best things. So maybe I'll tell a little bit about how I started my career, and like that will lead to that. So during my studies, well, apart from doing all kinds of gigs, like being personal instructor, fitness instructor, I was a spinning teacher. That's like, I'll, I'll put it aside. That's like, I think kids or juniors should have a lot of those kind of gigs. But like, this taught me a lot about discipline, communication, how to work with people. But I I'll put it aside as it did not lead to my main career. And thinking about my main career, so during my bachelor degree, my, my university in Israel, and then during my master's degree, I did two internships, uh, one in Tel Aviv, one in New York City, in VCs. So I was a young intern, which actually got to review the presentations, the content that uh, early stage startup sent them to... And, and did you and have fun? I, it was an interesting experience. So learned a lot. Definitely didn't have the right tools to make smart decisions about them. I could, I, at the time, I, I was a biology student and those were VCs investing in biotech, biomed companies. So my job was to go search what is available in that field, add more content and context for the more senior person to review. So I learned a lot about new technology, what's coming up, what's in the market, did patent search in databases and so on. But what I also learned is that there weren't a lot of, there wasn't a lot of guidance for me. So I did my own thing. I can't, I, I, I had to figure it out, which is a good thing. I had to go search, give my own opinion, which was great. But compared to later in my career, when I got more structured, I, I realized that those organizations did not have the capacity to train me on the job, to really give me guidance, to build my capability. So it was like a self-taught experience. Later, when I just graduated my master's degree in biotech, I went and worked in a startup company for one year, and I did a junior product marketing. Can I pause you for a second? Yeah. Do you think you, you would have done a better job than somebody else at the job? Because it, it, I'm, I'm building my case for... You think it's oh, me uh, and not them? What do, what do you mean uh, when, I'm, I'm when building, asking that? I'm building my case for how awesomely wrong you are. But the... You always build yes. a case against it. But the, the, the thought is, did you contribute to the company? Because I, I know that you, you feel that you might have not contributed as much as you, as you did or you have not learned as much as you did. At least that's kind of what you're saying. I think I contributed because I did a thorough research and gave them all the insight. And I want to think that I'm a smart, opinionated person. So No, you don't I, have strong <laughs> opinions at all. I which I think is why I was chosen for these roles as an intern. So I did contribute in the sense that I could give them my opinion at, or, or, or a junior advice about I see five investment already happening in this field and point the other startup. I can point to other 
previous patents, research, and other things. So I think I did the groundwork that they wanted me to do. Did I, I got a lot of exposure and had I stayed in this type of career, maybe I would have advanced in that. I think it gave me the ability to criticize every startup that sent us information, thought that they're the it's best nice thing, thing, the best thing things since sliced bread, and to, to find out that they're not. So that gave me, you know, this ability to judge other people's opinions on that. So yes, I'm not saying I did not get anything, but it was self-taught. It was at my own pace. I brought a lot from my own capabilities and learned uh, because yes, learning on the job is the best thing for sure. But at the same time, I did not get a lot of instructions, feedback. They took my work and kept on going. I rarely got back the feedback of this was good. This was lacking. You should improve here. This is what they just didn't have the time. So they used my stuff, but they didn't get much visibility to what else happened. And I didn't stay long enough to, to really see what happened later. So did it answer your question? Yes. Okay. So is it me or is it them? I, I, I think there's something inherent. It's relatively small organizations. They, they rely on those juniors to do the... In law, for example, whomever is a lawyer, the internships are all about you go and do a lot of hours in the library. You you go and search. Yep. They all rely on it. It's needed. Yep. Uh, maybe today you have chat GPT and you don't no, need no, it. No, you, you need it. Yeah, all, all the review. So later, uh, I'll move on and, and then you'll chime in with your earlier career experience. My next job, as I said, was in a biotech startup company and I got a junior PMM role. And again, had to write one pages, do a little bit research. Wasn't the company that could give me a lot of training of how to do it. So again, had to figure out, looked at other one pages, presentations, websites, and grabbed things and figure it out, which was great. Learned a ton. But my best experience came Next, And as you probably know, because I mentioned it before, I spent then a decade of my career at Procter & Gamble P&G in Israel in a variety of marketing, communication, external relations jobs. And then I had huge aha about the difference between large corporates and the ability to train you on board you, support you, the robustness of systems that they have to support juniors were remarkable. The opportunity to meet with people doing your, the same job like you do in other places around the world and learn from them. The case studies, the career growth path, the ability to extend your job and move laterally from one job to a similar job in a different department. It just doesn't exist in smaller companies. It doesn't exist as a program. And to be honest, smaller companies are there to survive. They're not necessarily there to build your career. And companies like the giants, 
Microsoft, P&G, the Googles of the world, the Amazons, yes, they're there for the bottom line, but they realize that they need to build a very strong staffing. And because of that, they have very robust HR programs for onboarding, training, support, promotion, feedback. It was extraordinary. Uh, and even just thinking the way they assess how you're doing and give you feedback is robust and thoughtful and science-based. They I, have the I like to call it BS-based, but the, you can... Uh, well, you like the Myers-Briggs. I love Myers-Briggs. That's the thing. The, the, similar to Myers-Briggs, it gives you what's your strength, how you can communicate with others, assuming your strength. So similar approaches, maybe they call it in uh, a different way because Myers-Briggs is trademarks. So my point to summarize is, if you're a junior, first and foremost... Consider launching your career in a big firm. If you're in finance and accounting, go to the big four. If you are in marketing, go to the marketing giants. Go to P&G and L'Oreal and, and Kimberly Clark and Unilever and, and or work for or, or Apple or, or really brand names. Not only it will be great on your resume, you will be nurtured. If you're in tech, Go work for the Microsoft and Amazons and Cisco's of the world. So that's advice number one. I think that later on, you can move to a smaller company and apply the knowledge that you have and build and try to reapply those things. And I think I'm more successful in startups today because I've been through a large corporate and I understand it. Your thoughts? And how did you start your career? So I'll start by how I started my career, but... So there's a couple of things I, I, I disagree with you. So the thing that I found to be most valuable for my start of my career is actually all the odd jobs I did for my brother. From, sure. from washing the car at age six to being a bartender whenever I was to being a DJ. To Hopefully in an age that... It's lawful for that. No, you know, it's Israel, so it's we Israel, don't know. It's Israel, so we don't, okay. we, nobody cares. And also it was in the 80s where people didn't wear seat belts and smoked on their kids. So things were very, very different. Probably in the 90s, but yes. Yeah, same still. thing. Same thing. <laughs> the, the difference is when you are very, very book smart and you encounter the dumbest people that you'll ever encounter... It's a very important thing to understand because you need to understand sometimes that the world's smartest chicken will be eaten alive in three seconds by the world's dumbest lion because it is what it is. You, you can't, th there's things you need to understand and you need to understand how to navigate. Also, you need to understand my famous rule of average, my rule of average, right? Think of the most average person in the world and 50% of the world is dumber than they, they are. You need to understand that most of the people, especially when you're in tech, you will not encounter the population and understanding how the population is and how they are and how they behave is very important for your growth as a person. Would you say this is a recommendation for high schoolers to go get summer jobs or like afternoon jobs? Yes. And then 
Like when you actually um, no, even early in your profession, you move on. No, the, the, this is where the military service, the Israeli military service, which I spent many, many years in. Yeah, that, in, in, that is a good melting pot. It's a very important melting pot. It's also meet very... Meet with everyone. It's an important thing to understand that the boss may not always be right, but he's always the boss. Understand the, the basics of surviving in the world. Going through military service, I, I, I'm a big fan of military service. I think it's a it's a very unless you actually know what you want to do when you grow up and you're very very focused and nobody knows at the age of 18 what they want to do all of us switched multiple times exactly military yeah. military service helps you get basically get your shit together so there's the downside of getting shot at but not every job requires you getting shot at but from my experience a lot of the people I value appreciate respect and look up to in my professional career, a lot of them had either significant, a significant growth, some form of discipline sports or some form of military career. Because you need to understand the hard challenges, the, the external parts of the world. So challenge yourself. And by the way, the 4th of July weekend, being patriotic is not a bad thing. It's, it, shouldn't be, it shouldn't be something that people should frown on. So j- just a thought in terms of mi- career, going through ROTC, there's a lot of these things that really help. Okay. So, so m- look for places where you can expand your horizon. Exactly. Military is good. Could be some other yes. odd jobs, but do the things that actually yes. different from the place now. you grew up. And exactly. Now, what are you going to do as an adult? The DD and Latal show will return in a moment. The Didi and Latal Show is sponsored by ORT. In today's world, identities are the perimeter protecting the organization and are the most exploited vector by attackers. If your security teams are struggling to maintain control of identity management tools, ORT can help. ORT offers a centralized platform for discovering, monitoring, assessing, and remediating identity threats to your business. While most security platforms can take weeks or months to start identifying and remediating risks, with ORT, your security teams can get started in as little as 30 minutes and start securing the identity perimeter immediately. ORT will surface the most critical vulnerabilities and give your security teams the recommended action steps. Start your trial today at ORT.io. That's O-O-R-T dot I-O. The DD and Latal Show is sponsored by Hunters. Hunters is a SaaS platform purpose-built for security operation teams. Providing unlimited data ingestion and normalization at a predictable cost, Hunters helps SOC teams mitigate real threats faster and more reliably than SIM. Visit Hunters.ai to learn more. Now, the, 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 this is where I, I think the world is very different between engineers and everything else. Okay. I wouldn't say in, it's actually anything that being top talent is different than other things. And, and I'll explain. Between my two military stints, I was in a startup. And my ability to, to jump through the ranks insanely fast was due to that startup. I, I, I came in as basically the, 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 the guy that cleans out the trash. And... I left it at a director not level. Not literally. 
L- not, not, literally, literally. not literally, but the software trash. The exactly the 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 Are basic you doing basi- QA. No, the I, I did basically the equivalent of PS, a professional professional ser- services. services. Okay, duct tape code. Yeah, um, but and kind of contracting duct tape code, but I can tell you that when you go into a startup and you are top talent, consider this like being the best quarterback in the draft. But maybe so Patrick Mahomes doesn't know if he's a top talent or no. He's just out of school. So he, he people know, people know how good they are, and if they don't, so here's the thing: it's like the the rule of poker. If you sit in the poker table, and you don't know who the pigeon is, that's you. If you have questions, if you're the best, then you're not. Okay, so you're saying if you're the best. A startup is great because you better chances skyrocket. of you Sky- to accelerate. You can skyrocket. Why? Do you think it wouldn't happen if you go to an Amazon? Yes. Because of the process, because of the rigidness, because of... So, for example, Dennis and I were very aggressive at hiring interns at Cisco. And we were able to hire at least, hopefully Michael listens to this, Michael, Ryan, you guys are awesome. We hired at least two interns and one entry-level person that I believe, uh, Dennis and I were joking that we will end up working for them because they're so amazing. And with the exception of one out of the five, six people that we identified as like massive, massive talent, all of them have left because you grow in these big companies at a very kind of constant rate. You, you go from a grade four to a grade six to a grade eight to a grade 10. You need to wait two, three years. Even your promotion in Procter & Gamble that was faster than most still was at the fastest at their cadence. Yeah. And it's very, very different. I, in period of three years, came in from the guy cleaning the trash to a director level. And when I re-enlisted, I came in at an equivalent level of a major. Were you an individual contributor or were you managing others when you moved up I was a in indivi- the startup? I was an individual contributor. Okay. Because that's another important thing because you might be able to, yes, get growth as an individual contributor, but I would argue that learning how to manage other, manage a team is a completely different story and it does take time for you to grow. So there is like two paths and, and all those larger organizations have this. Like there is the growth of yourself as I see and there is you growing into a managerial role and it's a different path and it could be together, but they see it as two independent capabilities that you need to grow, which I agree. And I see a lot of startups that it's it's kind of a mix and they don't see the need to build individuals as managers. And that's another thing. I think for m- junior managers, startups don't have typically robust programs to support, to take somebody from an IC to becoming a team lead. And I think many startups fail in maybe, that level of maybe getting... Maybe my ageism... But if you want to be a manager and you're not 35, you're doing something wrong between your ears. I think I, I think you need to maximize your IC capability. Consider this like... Absolutely. This I agree. 
don't jump to be a manager before you maximized your individual contributor. I, I think agree. Uh, I think a lot of cultural environments, Indian culture, Israeli culture, everybody wants to be the CEO before they learn how to. There is an SNL old one making fun of millennials that producer Dave can find for us that somebody comes to his manager and he's like, I need a promotion. I'm yeah. What do you mean you need a promotion? You started you're, working you're, three you're, weeks ago. Yeah, I, I've, I've come to work three weeks ago. No, you cannot have a promotion to be a manager before you do Actually your... Actually know how to do your job. You and do your job and you do a variety of jobs. And I think it's important to spend enough time in the ranks, try different things, go laterally. If you are... We can talk about it maybe for engineers, maybe learn new coding languages or different uh, disciplines. So like you talked about in the, uh, when we talked about the Viking uh, ship, about the importance to understand a little bit about UI, understand a, lot, a little bit about how the business works. Get through the time to learn all this and not just decide you want to manage, manage others. Uh, Managing is a profession. It takes time and effort and caring and it's something that you are not born to be immediately some have natural leadership that's fine there's a difference between leadership and management agree uh, i think you can be a very great leader as an ic and have managerial skills is the the boring stuff it's to deal with the big excels and make sure that your budget is tight no it's also caring about people seeing what? what they are enough. I know that you do, so don't yes. pretend. It, it's seeing a bigger picture and connecting it to the bigger business. And, and no, it's, it's the opposite of boring, but it's also complex. Yes. We got uh, this episode. Of, uh, yeah, you want to see a little of the sketch? Yeah. Sure. Yes. This fall, Fox presents a workplace drama unlike anything you've ever seen. It took 25 years of work and sacrifice to claw my way to the top of this company. But finally, I'm here. Well, I know you're talking to yourself by the window, but I need a promotion. Uh, I'm sorry, what do you want? A promotion. And I don't want it. I deserve it. <laughs> uh, why? How long have you even worked here? Three full days. <laughs> yeah, Three I'm sorry, who days. are you again? The Millennials. Yes, I'm sorry, let me exactly. That, that, that is the idea. Now, if you want to be a manager, we, I think, remember where I started this discussion? If you want to grow up to be a manager, the best place in the world to learn how to be a manager, the army. Well, not the army. Here, the, it's the military services. doesn't matter if you're in the Marines. It doesn't matter if you're in 8200. The Navy, whatever. Yeah. This forces you to deal with a lot of constraints. One of the best things about... But also you go through... You know, official training. Official training. You go to A lot of training. A, lo a lot of training. Yeah. And also the upside is because you really can't fire people, it's a really good way to deal, learn how to deal with the talent that you're handed, which is one of the most And you learn the responsibility that you have over other people's lives, which exactly. is... It's humbling 
and it's important. Now, so, by the way, after yeah. giving this long speech about individual growth and how it's important, you can mm-hmm. grow faster in startups and such, even though I, I grew up <laughs> primarily, with the exception of that startup, primarily in big corporate. Yeah, be- you moved to... Between huge, Army and RSA and Cisco. Corporate. I will share insight with regards to a different position, which is, uh, I think, sales, especially entry into sales, when you go to the BDR, SDR, there, the sitting next to somebody is importantly crit- is critically important. Absolutely. I think somebody listening to your pitch continuously and say, no, 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 this is not what you're doing. You're supposed to do this differently. Somebody tells you immediately, giving you immediate feedback on the, the person that you just gave us is not the buyer. This is not who you want. This is not what you did. So the fact that you're able to sit in the same office and get mentored is super critical. Credit to you, Tom. I would say this is true, not just for sales. Okay. So a lot of organizations now talk about forcing people to come back to work in person, a few days, all days. It's stupid in my opinion. Uh, But if you are a junior, you just graduated from college. You're looking uh, to get in. You're going to work for a big company if you're listening to my advice or, or whatever. I think the most important thing for a junior, and it's similar to the idea of going to a military and, and those kind of things, is you're going to go to an office. So juniors, it's great that you work. You want work-life balance you still don't have kids. You don't need to drive them and drop them in school in the morning. You don't need to bring them up. Yes, you can commute. Yes, it's hard, but you're going to go and do it. Why? Because first, getting social, being in the water fountain, talking, listening to other people and what they're doing versus you sitting at home with your keyboard and going on Zooms, It's fine if you already figure out how to do your job and you're later in your career and you have kids, you have complexities, and for you to be effective in your work, you don't necessarily need to be in person. But for those of you in the five to 10 first year of their career, I truly believe that you need to be at least four out of the five workdays in an office setups with colleagues and ideally with colleagues from different departments. It's good for social life. It's good for you to, for your mental health. It's good for you to get out of your TikTok, <laughs> give you the habits of working because at home nobody knows what you're doing. Commuting, waking up in the morning, getting dressed, not staying in your PJs. The, get it, the work appropriate attire is an important thing, especially the staying in your PJs. Everybody thinks when somebody talks about work, work appropriate attire, they think suits. I no, think, just I think get it's, off uh, your PJ. Exactly. Understanding that... The it's pl- fine. Put the jeans on. Uh, exactly. Maybe sweatpants are okay in your office setup. But get to the office. Yes. But like and, and get there on Time. time. It is important for our mindset. It is important for you to learn the habit. So very similar to your point about going to the military and having to wake up in the morning and dress up and make your bed in the seven minutes that they give you to do it and come with your shoes shined, ready to go. 
this is the most important thing in the military. You learn how to conduct your, your life. Your life, exactly. And, and by the way, if you want a good example of such, of why the military is good, there's a short story in Time Enough for Love by Heinlein that is called The Man That Was Too, the man that was too Lazy to Fail. It's a guy that re- enlists into the army to do as little as he can. And it sounds counterintuitive, but you need to read the book and read the story. It's amazing. If you want efficient, why the army teaches you how to be efficient and eventually be lazy, this is a problem. There are not a lot of decisions for you to make. No, they it's the book is so amazing. I, I, I'll, I'll, okay. I'll butcher I'll, the story. I'll, I'll add to my reading list. Yes. So uh, we support work from office for juniors. So if companies... You want to make it compulsory for people to come, start with the juniors. But but then you need to think about mentoring and stuff. So I guess you, that you the seniors can, needs to exactly, be there to, to them. support them. Exactly, Otherwise, they're just going around by themselves. Exactly, which doesn't help. Doesn't help, yeah. So, so, you so do maybe we do need to come back to the office. Setup. Well, that depends on how you kind of grow your talent. And that comes back to my point about if you, if you, if you're a startup and you want to hire just top talent, people that will either sink or swim, go for it. And then no office, no nothing is needed. If you are a big corporate, you need to have you some le- have some le- talent, but some level of mentorship, pro- some level of mentorship program. Yeah, and I think startups need to be honest about it. I, in my team, I'm pretty honest that we are not extremely good in bringing very juniors. We're not good. We don't have the ability to teach people how to do the job. We need people that are already coming with ability to swim. Yep. In the maybe not 100% but have some sort of abilities to swim in uh, at least float in the deeper side. I work uh, my uh, view of is higher top talent it doesn't matter if it's if they're, yeah, they're but top talent doesn't mean it means that uh, they sw- uh, th- it means that they learn how to swim without okay. you needing to teach them. Okay, what else? Like this guy, Tom, he didn't need some. He didn't need Bill to tell him how to throw the football. So, anything else? Any other advice for juniors? Wear sunscreen. Wear sunscreen. Good. Yeah, it's always good for you. Absolutely. So with that, that, that comes from the song, not not me. Well, we hope you'll get a great start for your career. Please, if you have more advice for juniors, we'd love to hear them. Maybe we do a follow-up episode if there are more advice, good advice to share. With that, we wish everybody a happy 4th of July. You may listen to it later in the year. So enjoy summer as much as possible. Wear sunscreen. It's best for your health. And uh, the Didi and Lital Show is a weekly podcast. If you like us, rate and review us. Share with your friends. Have a great week. Cool. See ya. Thanks, Didi. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.